0: Welcome aboard, Captain.
1: Welcome back to the Wrath of Con Minute the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker.
0: And I'm Chris LaSalle.
1: Welcome back, Chris. Hello, Dave. So we are now on to minute double four, minute 44. Mm-hmm. And this minute starts with the computer saying, security scan approved, <laughs> and ends with Carol and the Genesis effect.
0: Yes, that was an uncanny uh... What's the word? Imitation of the computer.
1: Holy it mackerel, was a sorry. bad imitation. It was I thought it was uncanny. So before we get started with this minute, I think uh and I forgot to remind you last minute that you had done some homework.
0: Oh yes, thank you, Dave. I did. I did do some homework. We talked about um a couple of minutes ago uh during the Ahab speech. Uh um, yes. And Joachim and uh you know, saying you've proven your superior intellect. And, uh, and we were trying to figure out how everybody seems to know about the superior intellect. Cause it comes up more right. than once and multiple characters saying it. Um, so I went back to space seat, uh, and did some, do some research, went looking through to see, um, if that phrase actually gets used. and It did not, hmm. uh, it did not, but there, there are some references to superior. I just did my air quotes. Um, there's a line in there where, uh, Spock says uh, when he's talking about the the s- folks that created Khan and his people okay um, he says uh, because the scientists overlooked one fact superior ability breeds superior I- ambition Oh okay okay so that's uh, that's probably about the closest and then uh, later at the end of the episode um, when they've been banished to SETI Alpha yep. six five. Is that Alpha 5? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, Khan says, uh, a superior woman, I will take her. And I've got something else I've wanted, a world to win, an empire to build. Mm. So that was his re- response to Kirk, you know, uh, banishing them and uh, uh, MacGyver saying she wants to come with him. Right, yes. Uh, so he describes her as a superior woman. Mm. So it's uh, – but that's it. There's Those are only superior references in the whole – the old script. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Um, we'll talk about it more later in a future minute. Yes. Yes. Thank you for will. letting me, thank you for letting me uh, do my homework, present my homework. Yes. A plus. Um, I th- have we talked about this before? So your, you know, your uncanny imitation there, the security scan approved. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about in a previous minute that the uh, the computer or computers um, all have seem to have different voices. Yes, yes, they do. Um, Yeah, so we've had the Kobayashi Maru description, uh, or the yeah the Kobayashi Maru description uh, where the computer describes you know the specs. Uh, We have this one; Uh, they're different voices. Neither of them are. uh, Oh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Barrett. Thank you. I was gonna. I was gonna totally, uh, terribly pronounce her name. So thank you. Um, So I just thought it was interesting. Uh, They haven't. They haven't standardized their computer voices yet.
1: I don't know. Was it ever standardized in the original series? It might have been. It might have been just a unique, you know, one voice that they manipulated and sounded like a computer. You know, sounds like a computer That sort of thing
0: Exactly Uh, It was definitely female voice And they always had that little uh, Like sound effect playing in the background Yeah You know, the wee 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 Um. Anyway Yeah, it's probably not till next
1: generation That they sort of standardized What the, you know, computer voice was I think all subsequent series Maybe not Enterprise But I think, you know, definitely Deep Space Nine, Voyager Were, you know We're her, Mrs. Barrett. Mrs. Barrett. Or
0: Barrett Um, Roddenberry. (laughs) So what do we got? So computers made a positive identification. Yep. So he
1: asks for the summary, and Carol gives us a nice long summary of what Genesis
0: is. Mm. Can we, before we get into that, just a couple of notes. Uh, the very beginning of this it says a uh, security tape recording, star date seventy-one thirty-four yep. point four. Uh, so that's another you know point in time. Yep. Um, and I, I meant to go back and look and just compare it to against the star date that everything from minute three. Right. Um, I don't know if you had that off the top of your head. Where the I do not. Yeah, I don't either. I'm looking back at my notes. Oh, <gasps> we definitely talked about it. So anyway, uh, but Kirk, I think sets. Uh, my first question when I looked at it I was like, "How long ago was that?" And then Kirk actually answers it a couple of minutes from now, uh, and he tells us this was actually tape was made about a year ago. Right, tape was made. Yes, a uh-huh. tape. And then, do you know what the uh, do you know what the the FEDSCBU is? I do not. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. It is the uh, abbreviation for the Federation Science Bureau. Oh, so that is who she's. Uh, I guess she's part of that, right? Yes, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had to look that one up because I was trying to figure it out in my (laughs) head and uh, was not doing a job. Federation Science Bureau. You can definitely tell like
1: her hair is like, (laughs) they did a good job, like making her look different in this than what she looks like now. You know, I didn't even notice that. There's a little bit of a continuity Whoever the continuity person was did a good job of, like, making her look a little bit different. Uh-huh.
0: Good eye, man, because I, I did not even look. Um, so, let's see. Uh, her proposal to the Federation, and then um, we get a reaction shot, right? Spock's like, Carol Marcus. Yeah. And uh, so, that was striking to me. Like, all right, we all are already established in the elevator or the turbo lift that uh, McCoy – knows Carol Marcus and, you know, and seems to know yep. some of the history of Kirk's relationship with her. And then the way Spock says it, you know, I, I can't get a read on, you know, clearly he knows her, but he also seems to, you know, seems important. What he's saying? Oh, Carol Marcus, who knew? Uh, but I, I, I didn't read into it that he knows about Kirk and Carol.
1: I, th- I, I would have to think that he does like, I mean, they've been friends for a long time, and he even tells them that he's like you know i'm I'm your friend and so I would imagine that he would have some inclination of who she is um in you know Kirk's life, yeah, and I think here he's i don't i think he's just Spock he's stating a fact, ooh Carol Marcus, like she's the one giving us the presentation like I don't think it's anything more of like you know, saying like, ooh, there's Carol Marcus, you know, like that. I think it's just him stating the fact. It's Kirk's response that makes you think that he is, but he's, because he's like, yes. Like, almost like, you know, the response he gave to McCoy was like, you know, you of all people know not to open old wounds. Mm -hmm. Like, it's his sort of response there that I feel he's like, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you, you, you know no, where you I'm going. No, you see it. Yeah, I
0: do, I yeah. do. I, you know, it's, uh, I haven't, I don't think I've really paid attention to, uh, to this dialogue, uh, or really to Kirk's response, where he right. just says, yes, he replies to Spock. But then, then you notice, and looking at the minute, and look, if you look at the look, if you look at Kirk's face.
1: Yeah.
0: You can tell he's. He's thinking about, yeah. He's thinking about the past. He's totally thinking about the past in there, and. Yeah, uh, clearly I would read regret into his face and, um, you know, for what may have been. Right. Yeah. And even
1: McCoy, like after Spock says, Carol Marcus, he looks, McCoy looks at her, I mean, looks at, at Spock and then immediately looks at Kirk. So he, you know, is like almost is like, what are you doing? You Vulcan? Like and then he sort of give Kirk's like to to see what his response is like, hmm, how is he going to respond to this?
0: Yeah. Yeah, even in that, Shatner does a great job. Yeah. Uh, he's, I think there's he has so many he's, this and so many other moments in 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 the movie it's it's understated. Right, especially yeah, especially for Shatner. Um, but it's he nails it. You can you can there's so much you can read so much so much into it.
1: Yeah. Good acting, uh, Bill. Good acting.
0: Well done. Well done. Gold star. All right. So So now
1: we get into the entire discussion of her just sort of outlining what Genesis is. So, Dave, what exactly is Genesis? Well, to put it simply, Chris, it's life from lifelessness.
0: Nice. And a gold star for you, sir. (laughs) Uh, I will say, though... uh, we, you know, I think there's a, always a running joke about, you know, Star Trek and and
1: Technobabble, right?
0: You know, uh, it's, it happened a lot in Next Generation and, and to some degree in the original series, uh, but here when she does that, when she uh, elaborates on her life from lifelessness, yes, um, I actually had to write this down because I'm not, gonna, I didn't memorize this one, but she says it's a process whereby molecular structure is reorganized at the subatomic level into life generating generating matter of equal mass, right? That. It seems, you know, sounds, obviously science, sounds science real. fiction. It sounds real, right? It's science fiction. Cause we can't do that today. Right. But it certainly doesn't sound like techno babble. It sounds like someone, you know, pulled out his, you know, chemistry one Oh one.
1: Yeah. It's like we didn't use, you know, they're using the Genesis device, which is the scientific, you know, the sci-fi device, but they're not saying like she's using real scientific terminology.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and I understand it. I get, I get the gist. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, we get some more of the cool animations.
1: Which, uh, yeah, her her description is definitely reaffirmed with the
0: way that they sort of show it. Mm, yep. Um, and uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk about? No, nah, we're still not there yet, are we? Um, it's it's. Let's save it for the next minute. Okay. And all the special effects in this sequence are all done by the same group. Right, uh, and
1: again, we got to remember back during this time, like computer effects weren't really a thing.
0: Right. Like, yeah, yeah, this to this, stuff, this
1: to stuff. this level, I mean, obviously there was blue screen and there was models and, uh, you know, there were other types of special effects, but there weren't any special effects like this. This is all new.
0: Right. And when you think about Tron, I think Tron, Tron came out the same year. Yep. And, and it's, it's the same thing. That was all cutting edge. This, the computer generated sequences like the light cycle race. and uh, There was a couple of things that were all, all CG. Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and you look at it now and it's horribly dated. <laughs> but
1: uh, but nonetheless cool. Like there's things like this that I look at and then I can give a pass for and say like, wow, you know, that does look dated. But it's really cool. But things like the sides of the computer screen, I don't think I can give a pass to.
0: <laughs> right. We'll be all judgy on there. <laughs> on their uh, cheese ball that's actually i think you know the other thing those those two side panels look like it looks like um part of the surface of the death star you know the models <laughs> of you know, the death star like you could almost see an you know an x-wing fly by or something right yeah uh, uh oh by the way not 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 too much of a tangent but um we talked about a few minutes ago uh spock's quarters and is we were joking around about the penny tapestry yes that we thought it looked like the death star we were just kind of goofing around it right even in the wide shot like wow geez it looks a lot like the death star and Mm -hmm. um and someone on the listener federation chimed in i I apologize it might have been scott um uh or might have been pete i I just don't have it in front of me guys um said well it's wouldn't everybody in the enterprise have knowledge of Star Wars, because it's set right. It, Star Wars would have been in their past, because it's our history, it's our timeline. True. And so they been aware of it. So maybe Spock was a Star Wars fan, and that's really all that was. That's so, definitely possible. So, so that was a an excellent uh, connection. I never thought to make before that. Oh yeah, that's quite possible. They might know about this uh, historical piece of cinema. <laughs> anyway, tangent. Sorry. Yes. But uh, what do we got so here's a question for you and this is a, man me just being a jerk uh, about uh, continuity right uh, when she says they uh, their intention is to uh, introduce the Genesis device and we get a picture of it yep and uh, so wouldn't it if this is if they're proposing it would, would it have been built yet I don't hmm. know I just like hmm You'd think it'd be a drawing of it. It looks like a photograph of it. It does. So, so I'm it just does... being a jerk.
1: Hmm. No, I, I see what you mean. See what I mean? I do. And maybe this has been, this is obviously an old recording. So maybe they added it in so that people could see what
0: the Genesis device looks like. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's a yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it.
1: the dialogue on the screen is sort of saying like version one, you know, has, has the drawing. Version two and update version, you know, 2141 has the actual picture in it. Of course, I'm just there making. I'm just making no, all this up.
0: But... No, no, you're not. You nailed it. That's what happened. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <clears throat> um. So, uh, and here we come. Here comes the demo. So we yes. get to we get to see the. Genesis device being introduced (laughs) into a dead moon. Uh, And we get that awesome, uh, the beginning of the Genesis effect. Right. And while I was researching this minute, um, uh, my dear wife, Candice, was uh, looking over my shoulder and she's like, oh, the Genesis effect, does that have something to do with Peter Gabriel? (laughs) 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 Yes. So uh, kudos to my darling wife for uh, bringing... Two of my favorite things, Star Trek and Genesis and Peter Gabriel together into one one podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um so we get a tantalizing glimpse right right at the end of this thing of uh of the moon what looks like it's catching fire. Yes. And uh it is, you
1: know, simply called the Genesis effect. Right. It's instantaneous. It
0: down. But uh yeah, that was all that's all I, have. I don't. I don't want to talk about the demo film till the next minute because it's chock full. Yes, the next minute's chock full of this. So um, I've run out of notes.
1: I don't. I don't have many notes because it's just the dialogue of her, and you know, three quarters of the minute is is her talking about what the Genesis de- you know devices, what they're doing. Um, you know, stage one is going to be in the lab. Stage two hmm. underground. Stage three. Um, is going to be a moon or some other dead life form. So what do we know, taking that? The Reliant is out looking for some sort of planet. So we're going to have to assume, at this point, that they are somewhere between one and three. Yes. Whether they've completed one, and they're, you know, getting ready for two, but they're sort of planning for three. So they, I would think that they have to be done with one, definitely at this point. In their,
0: and if they've got, if they've, if if they've been able to uh, uh, secure the services of the Reliant, yes, um, then uh, clearly they're optimistic about stage three. Right. right.
1: That that's what I would I would be assume again. I'm assuming.
0: You know what they say about assumptions. I do,
1: and I'm still going to assume
0: uh well great um did you have anything else then nope, for this that, that was pretty
1: much it i mean this is a simple minute
0: yeah we get some fun st- and the next minute's gonna be fun because we get we get i have a whole bunch of stuff we can uh, chat about um for minute 45 yes all right all right then well then let's wrap it up and i will invite all you nerds to find us online uh continue the discussion on twitter and instagram and the wrath of con minute listener federation Um, You can also drop us an email, podcast at com, And uh, as always, if you could uh, drop us a review or rating on iTunes, that would be much appreciated. Please do. Uh, I'd love to hear. Yeah, please do. Thank you. And uh, we will be back again on Friday this week with Minute 45 of Star Trek Two, here at the Wrath of Con Minute. Scan Approved.